Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. Open your Bible to Psalm 150. Uh, today, we're, we're going to continue in our series on the Psalms. Now, we may pivot in a couple weeks, and what, what then happen is I'll just salt the rest of the year with various Psalms during our Bible study. But today, we're going to be in Psalms 150, which is the last Psalm of the Psalter. And in verse 1, uh, the, the, the psalmist says, praise the Lord. Now, literally, in the Hebrew, what's written there is hallelujah, Yah or Jah. We pronounce it Jah, Jehovah. Uh, but Yah is Yahweh, represents God. Hallel means praise. So what this, this word is literally, what, what it literally says in Hebrew is hallelujah. And we're going we're gonna to discover that this psalm begins with a hallelujah and it ends with a hallelujah. Now, hallelujah is an action word. It literally means to shout with joy. And the tense is imperative, meaning it's very important. And it's absolutely necessary in the life of the worshiper. Uh, praising the Lord is not just a suggestion. It is an absolute command in Scripture. In fact, I will never trust a preacher who does not worship God because to know him is to worship him. He says, hallelujah or praise the Lord. Now, the psalmist begins by telling us what to do, and that's praise the Lord, uh, and to do it again enthusiastically, and in this case, uh, with shouts of joy. And it's also in the imperative sense that lets us know that we're to do it right now. We are to praise the Lord and do it now. And the way the book of Psalms ends here in, in 150 is, is really important. Because uh, in this psalm, it doesn't really end with further revelation, further uh, prophecy, or further explanation to any of its earlier points. It simply ends with an application. Um, and the application is us saying hallelujah in our lives. So if you want to know what you're expected to do after all the teaching, after all the preaching, after all the learning, after all the repenting is done, praise him, praise him praise him. He said, praise God in his sanctuary. So the first statement tells us uh, what to do to praise. Uh, it also tells us uh, uh, when to do it right now is imperative. But here in this next clause, we see uh, where we're to do it. He says, I will praise God uh, in his sanctuary. So we're to praise him when we're up. We're to praise him when we're down, when things are going well, when things aren't going so well. Uh, but it's always a special experience to, to, to praise God and to worship God with my brothers and sisters uh, in God's house. And he said, praise God in his sanctuary. And this is why I know we're coming back to church uh, someday soon, because we're going to do it in the sanctuary. You know, the, the difference between live streaming and coming to church is a little bit like, you know, uh, the difference between Skyping your girlfriend or, or your girl or the person you love or being with her in person. And right now we're, we're Skyping. I mean, we're, we're, we're uh, uh, doing this thing virtually, 
but it's not optimally, optimal. This is not what we, we long for the most, but it's, it's necessary in the meantime, and God is honoring it. He'll continue to reach you. This is the next best thing, but there's nothing like us gathering together in the sanctuary. And then it goes on to say, now, initially he said, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Here he says, praise him, which is literally hallelujah. So some songs you hear them, uh, the, the singer sing hallelujah. Other songs you hear him say hallelujah. Hallelujah means praise him. So it says praise him in his firmament. So we're to praise him in the sanctuary, which speaks of on earth. But the heavens also, my Bible says, declare his glory. Let everything in heaven and earth Praise him. So the, the psalmist here covered what we should do. Praise the Lord when we should do it right now. Uh, he covered where in the sanctuary and also in the heavens above. Next, he's going to tell us why we should. Hallelujah. Why we should praise the Lord. There's reasons why we see say hallelujah in the house of God. There's a reason why we wake up singing hallelujah. And, and many times we ought to go to bed saying hallelujah. Praise him. Number, verse two or hallelujah. For his mighty acts. Now, mighty acts can be translated heroic deeds here. Now, not, not all superheroes wear a cape. Uh, mine wore a cross. Uh, but it says, praise him for his heroic or mighty deeds. I am zero without my hero. And if God has done anything in your life worth, worth, worth celebrating, can, you know, can, can you think of, 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 of a time he brought you through, a, a time he, he, he took you over? Um, that, that should, should be a reason for you to have a hallelujah in this moment. If he just did it once, it's enough to give him a shout and to give him a praise. He said, praise him or hallelujah according to his excellent greatness. Now, the only thing greater than praising God for what he's done is praising him for who he is. Now, he says, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Now, if you, if you want to sound sophisticated, you could say praise him according to his infinite majesty. But when you look at the, the original language here, uh, this excellent greatness really speaks of someone with great might and, and power. And to put it in a way that we can all understand, praise him uh, or praise the one who, who knows how to uh, knock a knucklehead out. So praise him according to his excellent greatness. He far surpasses every devil. He far surpasses every circumstance. He's greater than anything that has been created. He is the almighty, the, the, the on-time God. Now we see here in, in Psalm 150, he dealt with what? He dealt with when, he uh, dealt with where, and, and in this last verse, he, he dealt with why. We praise him because he's done great things. We also praise him because of simply who he is. But now he talks about how we should praise the Lord. So verse 3 says, praise him, or hallelujah, with the sound of the trumpet. Why does he say this? Because our voices are sometimes too feeble. Um, you know, as, as loud and, and as vibrant as, you know, uh, we, we want to worship God with, with our tongues and our lips. It doesn't get it all done. So he, he adds something to, to vocal and verbal praise. Praise him with the sound of the what? Trumpet. Now, this was the ancient shofar. They didn't have, uh, you know, metal trumpets like, like you know, uh, we have. Uh, you know, in jazz and all the rest, but it was it was the chauffeur, and uh, the chauffeur was the loudest, a clearest, and most unmistakable instrument out of everything uh, in the band. 
And what God is saying here, uh, he wants all people to know that we're not ashamed to worship. He begins with this instrument because this instrument is not an instrument that you, you, you can sound and no one hears. This is never a tinkle. The shofar was used to call assemblies. The shofar was used to, to cause, you know, thousands of troops to go off into war. It was a very, very, uh, uh, distinct and powerful and clear instrument. And again, we are not to be ashamed of our worship. We are to, to, to celebrate him with all our hearts, our mind and strengths. We're not to make an uncertain sound when it comes to worshiping our God. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him, or hallelujah, with a lute, similar to a guitar here, and harp, another string instrument. Uh, then it says, hallelujah, praise him with the timbre, which is the drum, and dance. Now, uh, the term translated dance here uh, actually speaks of a particular instrument that uh, people tended to dance to. Uh, Miriam, uh, when, when she sung that great song, when the children of Israel crossed over the Red Sea, uh, there, there was a, there was this instrument used, and, and all the women uh, danced. So this instrument actually became synonymous with the term dance. And this is important. God was kind enough to give us our hands and our feet, and we ought to use them in the worship of Him. Now praise Him with the timbrel and with the what? Dance. So you know, there's nothing wrong with dancing in the church. There's nothing wrong with moving in the church. Uh, God wants us to use every part of us to celebrate him. And again, sometimes my mouth is not enough. I have to use my hands. Sometimes my hands are not enough. I have to use my feet. And, and often that's not enough. I want to also hear the band and I want to hear other singers singing with me. He said, praise him with the timbrel and praise him with the what? Dance, you know, you could be still if you want to, but I know where the Lord has brought me from, and I am so grateful, and I want to praise Him with all my might, all my strength. In fact, David said at one point, you know, I'm, you know, people got upset because he, you know, he was too exuberant in his praise. He was dancing and and swinging off, uh, slinging off some of his royal garments. His wife got upset, but he's like, you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm going to worship my God because 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 you don't know. Uh, you know, w w what it was like when I was shepherding those sheep and how, sheep and how God brought me out and, and put me in, uh, on the throne and seated me where I am today. I know my story. I know my journey. I, I know that I shouldn't be in my right mind, but God has kept me. So you can get upset about my praise if you want to, but I'm going to praise my God. And uh, that's exactly what he did. He said, praise him or hallel or hallelujah, forgive me, or hallelujah, with the stringed instruments and flutes. These are other winged Instruments, And he's getting at something. Let's keep going. He says, hallelujah, or praise him with loud cymbals. So I know it says loud there, but these are the softer symbols of the symbols. These are the symbols you, you, you clashed or something like a tambourine, perhaps, uh, you know, below uh, your, your shoulders. But the, the, the high sounding symbols you often clashed above your head. It says praise him or hallelujah with clashing symbols. These are the loud Symbols, But what I want you to see here is the psalmist includes every class of instruments accessible at that time in history. So there was brass, there was wind, there was percussion, everything needed for a full ensemble. So, you know, even in this building, we didn't just invest in a ceiling and roof and, and, and seating. Uh, neither do, are we doing that in our new campus. We want to honor God with everything excellent that our generation has to offer. They didn't have electric pianos back then or electric guitars, but we do now. And we're going to use them for God's 
glory. But what I want you to see here, according to the psalmist, praising God is, 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 is too great for just one human voice. Now, God doesn't despise one voice. God doesn't look down on you if you're only one voice uh, at any given time. But nonetheless, uh, the, the greatest way to praise God is when all of us come together and, and, and worship him. There's this power in unity. There's also honor and dignity in the fact that not just one, but many decided they wanted to come to worship the Lord. So, so the book of Psalms ends answering you know, uh, uh, any remaining questions as to when we should worship, you know, what we should worship, uh, where, why, how. But finally, in this last verse, and I'm coming to the close early, but we're going to end with a, a time of, of, of worship in just a moment, a time of praise. He answers the question, who should praise? And this is important because this is the final psalm, and there are five actual sections in the psalms, and each section of the psalm is filled with a doxology. And this section of the psalm is also uh, uh, ended, forgive me, with a doxology. And, and in this case, it's not just the fifth section of the psalms that this uh, chapter is a doxology of. It's of the entire book. And he wants to make sure, God wants to make sure that we know exactly who it is God wants to praise the Lord. Not your neighbor, not just that person that's just a little bit more emotional than you, not that person, you know, that might live around the corner that's just, you know, a little bit more needy than you. No, we're about to read who should praise the Lord. Verse 6, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So if you have breath, you ought to have a hallelujah. It's not just for folks that go to a certain type of church. It's not just for a certain type of, of person. It says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. In fact, according to this verse, you don't even have to be a person, just a thing, because it says everything that has breath. This means all the animals. This means anything that can breathe ought to be praising and celebrating our God. Let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. So as long as I have breath in, in, in my body and strength in my lungs, I will praise him. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Bishop Derek Greer. Stay tuned and we will be right back with the rest of today's teaching. The desire for personal and professional development is a characteristic of successful leaders. It's the desire for growth and to serve with excellence that makes a great leader. The pathway to becoming a better leader isn't always easy. Busy schedules, finding proven resources, and networking with like-minded individuals can be challenging and time-consuming. If this sounds familiar, check out the Renaissance Leadership Network, where you will connect to a dynamic group of peers. Find premium resources and expertise from time-tested world-class leaders to help propel you towards your leadership goals. Best of all, the Renaissance Leadership Network offers ISET continuing education units for its learning events that comply with the ANSI ISET continuing education and training standard. For more information, go to rlnleadership.com and learn more about membership benefits designed to take you to the next level of leadership. While you are there, be sure to register for the next online leadership session. Now back to today's teaching. And what he's saying is all the creatures ab above, all, all the, the, the uh, on the earth below, 
I want to summarize these 150 Psalms and the, and the way he summarized it. And by the way, in the Psalms, we get the highs and the lows and, and we get the grief and, and pain and anguish. But the way he ends this thing is, 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 is important. It's with a hallelujah. The final statement, again, the first statement of, of Psalm 150 was hallelujah, praise the Lord. And the last statement of Psalms 150 is hallelujah, praise the Lord. But also the last statement in the Psalms uh, all together is hallelujah. He says praise in English, praise the Lord. So it ends with a hallelujah. It, it, it begins with a hallelujah. And every morning should begin with a hallelujah. And your night should end with a hallelujah. And here's my question today. Has circumstances stolen your hallelujah? Has COVID stolen your hallelujah? Has some financial issues stolen your hallelujah? Has uh, maybe some personal weaknesses stolen your hallelujah? The book of Psalms is all about David trying to hold on to his hallelujah. David sometimes fighting through to, to worship God despite his circumstance, despite uh, besetting sins, this, this, despite issues that he was facing in his life. And he summarizes the whole book with a hallelujah. So we don't always have to be deep. You don't have to know all the names of God to worship God. You don't have to memorize all the scriptures in the Bible. A simple hallelujah will do. If you could say hallelujah from your heart, you have captured the spirit of the Psalms. You, you, you have captured what the Psalm intent, the Psalms intended to, to release into your heart and into your life. He ends the Psalms with hallelujah. And I think uh, as, as we end for this, this, uh, this portion of our study of the book of Psalms, again, we're going to salt it throughout the, the year, uh, our, our Bible studies with some Psalms. I think this is a great way to end simply by saying hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, at times when I am challenged, um, times when, you know, there's all types of things that happen around me. I know people think that I just live this incredibly uh, blessed life. And, and yeah, God has, has blessed us and I'm sure he's blessed you too. But I'll tell you something, we, we face some very, very challenging circumstances, situations. Everyone uh, doesn't love me just like everyone doesn't love you. Everyone's not for me just like they're not for you. Stuff happens in my house just like it happens in, in your house. There's no immunity to life. And sometimes, you know, I just have to find my hallelujah. And stuff is happening. And just like in the Psalms, you know, things are trying to pull me down. And, and you know, David, you know, last uh, week before last, we talked about how he had to courage himself uh, in, in the Lord, by bless the Lord, all my soul, all that's within me, bless his holy name. And, and that very well, he may have written that Psalm while he was encouraging himself uh, when his men abandoned him at Ziklag. But that's an aside. The point is, we'll all have uh, moments uh, throughout the day. Maybe every now and then you'll have a day that's just honky-dory, you know, wonderful, uh, honky-dory, that's my new word, by the way. Uh, it's just wonderful uh, uh, throughout. But the reality is there are times that I gotta just, you know, stand toe to toe with myself, the world, with my flesh, and the enemy, just say hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I don't feel like it. You know, things are going, but hallelujah, Lord, I will praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are good, God. You are the only one. I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. And then I'll, I'll just say hallelujah a few times. And before long, I can't help. Hallelujah. And, and, and it captures, I'm, I'm praising God actually in Hebrew. And to us, it has as much meaning as it meant or it had for the Hebrews. But my hallelujah is costly. And in the middle of things going sideways, I've learned to say hallelujah. Hallelujah, there's power in our hallelujah. We are commanded to say hallelujah. It is imperative. It is something that we should do right now. Say hallelujah. No matter what's happening, just lift your hands and say hallelujah. And what happens when we come together, particularly on Sundays, and even though, even right now, you know, on live stream, you're saying hallelujah in your house. Someone else is saying hallelujah two blocks down the road. Someone else is saying hallelujah in Stafford. Another person in PG County, another person in DC. And these hallelujahs all ascend to God and he, and he hears his people, even though there's diff distance, he hears us corporately saying hallelujah. And when we do it, he releases a blessing on us that we would not get any other way. So in a couple of moments, uh, we're going to have Angie come and uh, she's going to lead us in a time uh, of worship. And I just want you to put a hallelujah back in your life. I know stuff's happening, but God is happening. I mean, God is. God always will be. Uh, God is in control. So don't put stuff above God. Just say hallelujah, hallelujah. And enough hallelujahs, all of a sudden I start feeling okay. A few more hallelujahs, all of a sudden, you know, I'm starting to forget about what was bothering me uh, because I'm focusing on, on the God that's faithful, the God that, that loved me, the God that's called me, the God that's bigger than all of my circumstances. And, and what I want you to do is get your hallelujah back. I could teach all the Psalms all I want and, and we could dig into everything David went through and learn a whole bunch of lessons. But if you don't leave the book with a hallelujah, what was the point? So tonight, as Angie sings, even if you don't know the words, it's a song that we all know. In fact, we, we sung it at a park in praise. So you should know this song, but if you don't, just say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And as you do that, watch things begin to shift. Matter of fact, when she's done singing, you keep singing. You keep singing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And watch what the Lord does in your life. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.